Hi, I'm Pauline Solda, dating and relationship expert, certified coach and typologist, and creator of Love by Design. I started helping women just like you find your soulmate after meeting my soulmate over 11 years ago. And this is the first dating and relationship podcast that shows you how to use a personality-based, psychology-backed approach to dating, choosing men, and finding your soulmate combined with timeless energy, attraction, and gender communication principles so that you can create a loving, stable, and lasting relationship of your dreams. This is your Love by Design. You're listening to the Love by Design podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 38. Hello and welcome, Paulina Solda here, and I am so excited to create this new episode talking about love beliefs with you, and I am very excited to introduce to you the top new seven beliefs to embrace and practice about love. And in this podcast episode, you're going to discover what was top seven beliefs are so that you can actually find love quickly and easily and uh, how to uncover what you already believe that you might not even know that you believe and how to start believing something that you don't believe yet and create that shift. And of course, why it's so important to understand your current beliefs and what role they play and how you can create the shift in your beliefs so that you create transformation from the inside out. And as you make shifts within yourself, you can start seeing how was shifts uh, being mirrored in your reality in the outside world and uh, what you get to attract and create and manifest in your dating and experiences and your love life and ultimately your future uh, love relationship. And this is something that I have been thinking about and working on in preparation for the upcoming workshop intensive that I am hosting. And uh, it's all focusing on identifying and shifting your current beliefs. And this is so, so important about doing this work before you actually attempt to take actions and make changes in your life. And once you do this work, everything becomes so much easier. And uh, I'm going to share just one example here, which might not be relevant specifically to dating, and relationships, yet it has such a huge impact and such a positive effect on 
myself and multiple areas of my life. And it all started with this one shift in the belief and the reframe of a belief that I had that enabled me to completely change what I do. And uh, based on that shift, uh, the kind of results I create in my life. And what I did is I simply shifted the belief that I used to have about when and how I would wake up in the morning. And my belief was that being able to wake up whenever I want without the alarm clock and being my own boss and uh, deciding when and if certain meetings and things would happen is what created freedom for me. And therefore, I would sleep in and oftentimes you know, 9, 10 o'clock and uh, miss out on the whole morning. I would start late. I would uh, often reschedule, cancel meetings and wouldn't get done the things that I planned to because there was just simply not enough time. And what I did is I shifted the belief and reframed the belief that waking up with sunrise is what creates freedom for me because it creates freedom and so much opportunity and releases so much energy for me uh, to be my best. And I love my identity now is I wake up with sunrise and I naturally wake up without the alarm at this point. And it just took a few weeks to get here and how empowering it is. It's freedom for me to have my own time and no one else is up yet. It's uh, freedom and uh, free time, this new free time that I have to spend quality time with my family every morning and start the day with my family and do things for them that make a difference for them instead of them in the past, tiptoeing around so that they wouldn't wake me up. Now I'm making breakfast. I'm packing lunchbox for my, I'm packing lunchbox for our son. I'm making freshly squeezed juice for me and my husband and studying Spanish in the morning and doing so much more. And then I have my focus time where I do my most important work. And then I go to yoga around lunchtime instead of the evening, which now freed the entire evenings where I get to spend with my family and do other new fun things that I didn't have time to do before, like reading books every night. And now I'm taking on tango lessons and so much more. It's just this one shift that made all the difference. So the first and the most important step uh, to believe something new when it comes to what's possible for you, what your identity is in terms of the kind of partner you are, the kind of woman you are dating, what's possible for you in love is uh, to believe something new. You got to first become aware of what you already believe. So remember my example with waking up. I identified the belief that I had. And if I did not shift that belief, if freedom meant to me sleeping in till whenever, I would never be able to get up at sunrise. It starts with identifying your current belief so that you can shift and reframe it. And also understanding that your brain 
is already thinking certain thoughts. And it's going to continue thinking what thoughts on repeat uh, if you don't do the work that needs to be done so that you can embrace and practice those new beliefs and actually adopt those beliefs. And the, the reality is that our brain doesn't like to think those new things because our brain wants to be efficient and uh, thinking new thoughts can be hard. It literally takes energy. It's, con- it's energy consuming and it's not really efficient. It's not the easy direct path of just thinking the same thoughts. And of course, it's easier to to think those beliefs that your brain already has thought before because it's easy, it's comfortable, it's familiar. Our brain thinks in the way that if A, then B. If I thought this thought before, then I'll keep thinking it. So if you had a thought that you're not good at dating, if you had that thought before, or... There's no quality man for you out there, or there's no quality man, period. Then you'll just keep thinking that. And the problem with that belief, with those kind of beliefs, is that if you want to be in a relationship, and if you want to get results in dating, those beliefs are not serving you. They're not aligned with your vision. So even if your beliefs are not serving you, like beliefs that I'm unlovable. I am not good enough. There's something fundamentally wrong with me. I am too old. I'm not attractive. I am bad at dating. Uh, and I'm never going to find the right man and so on. And any, any belief, any idea of that that was introduced to you when you were a little girl, and it's something you might be thinking for years and even decades, and you might not even realize that you have this belief because for you, it might be just, just your reality. It's just the way things are. You're on a quality, man. That's how things are. That's, it's always been like that. It's just a fact for you. And so first, you really want to become aware of those current thoughts about love and dating and men and relationships, all these thoughts that you're thinking, so that then you can practice on purpose thinking was new thoughts, embracing, choosing was new beliefs about love, dating men and relationships that are actually going to be aligned with your vision for what you want to create. And they will help you turn that vision into reality. Just like I did it with my example of a new belief that creating structure in my life and raising up of sunrise is what creates freedom in my life. It also creates abundance and opportunities and energy. So now let's look at uh, those seven new beliefs about a love that you want to embrace and practice and why they're so important, why you want to believe those. Because when you have a strong why, it's easier for you to shift your beliefs. And uh, let's get started with the first belief. And the first belief is the most important belief. And the belief is that you are lovable. You are lovable just because you're here listening to me right now and you are alive. And you are lovable 10 on the scale from 0 to 10. You are 100% lovable. And there are two things to understand when it comes to any intimate romantic relationship is that there are two 
parts there. The first one is that feeling of love that a person in the relationship has and experiences. And then there is the object of love. And the ability and capacity to love depends on the person who is loving another person. And it goes both ways. So how much a man loves you does not depend on you. It does not depend on whether you're lovable or not, because you are lovable. It depends on his capacity, his ability to love. So, For example, my ability to love my husband, Paul, with whom I've been for almost 13 years, well, that determines how lovable he is for me. And what's amazing about this is that there's nothing that he can do or not do that will make him more lovable than what he already is because it's determined my capacity, my ability to love. And that is why you could be so incredible and so giving and so loving with a man and he doesn't reciprocate it. And no matter what you do, he doesn't love you more. And then if you don't understand this principle, if you don't recognize that it has nothing to do with you, it has to do with his capacity, his ability to love. And if that capacity and ability is very low, there's nothing you can do about it. And it's just so empowering because you know you are lovable. And your lovability depends on another person's ability to love you. That is why you can be exactly the same person in a relationship. And one man will adore you and will do anything for you. And then another man won't put in any effort into being with you. So if a man's capacity to love you is huge, then he gets to be this incredible, very, very loving person all the time that you don't get to feel his love at the level he's expressing that. You can only feel your love. You can feel it at your level. You can only feel the expression of your own mind believing in love and then feeling that. And again, that is why for some women, a man can love them and tell them how much he loves them and they intellectually get it. And yet inside, they just don't feel that. They don't believe it. They don't feel like they deserve it. And this is where you got to shift it because as long as you hold on to those beliefs and you feel that way, you are not going to create a loving, lasting relationship. And embracing and practicing this new belief that I am lovable, this is exactly the invitation for you to Start here so that you can increase your capacity to love yourself. And understand that if your lovability is infinite, then your capacity to love yourself can be infinite as well. And when you learn how to love yourself at the highest level, then you are able to transfer that experience to men around you. And understanding yourself and accepting yourself 
are the essential fundamentals for you to truly love yourself. And that is why learning and using personality typing and understanding your type and understanding why you're a certain way and why these are your natural strengths and why you lack these qualities in your type is so, so powerful because that is truly the path to return to yourself and fall in love with yourself. And as uh, you know, stranger to this news, most of us women, we have a really hard time loving ourselves. And chances are you might be finding others easier to love. You might love your child or your pet more than you love yourself. And so this inner work that you do on around your love beliefs to increase your own ability and capacity to love yourself becomes much easier when in the first place you recognize and believe that you are lovable exactly as you are. You're lovable just because you're here on this planet and you're alive right now listening to me. And there is nothing that you can do or be or say that will make you more worthy and deserving of love because you're already completely lovable, no matter what anyone ever said to you or has ever done to you in the past, and no matter what anyone will ever say or do to you in your future, because none of that can decrease or increase your lovability. And so no matter what anyone has said or done to you, you are. 100% fully, totally lovable. And no one can change that. And that is so, so empowering to to know this and uh, believe this truth. Now, moving on to believe number two is your ability to find love is determined by your beliefs and your thoughts about it. So when you choose to believe that you can find love, you make a decision and you commit to finding love, then you're going to expand, you're going to shift, you're going to see positive improvements and practically instant changes in yourself and in your life in multiple ways, in your imagination, your potential, and your anticipation determine how amazing you're going to feel about your dating experiences and men you meet and what you get to create. And you believe in what you can create in your future relationship. And you believe in what's possible for you in love is what makes the present moment for you so juicy and interesting and thrilling and exciting. It creates that energy and delicious anticipation. And uh, many of us think that what helps us find love or what determines whether we're going to find love or not is simply the circumstances uh, of our life. And this is where so much of dating and relationship advice focuses on. It's uh, about what you look like and you got to improve your appearance and where you live and you want to be in places where 
you meet people and the dating apps and the more the better and uh, the more men you meet and the, the more men you date on the go on and the dates uh, you have that determines uh, how uh, probable it is for you to find love. And the reality is that what makes your love journey towards finding love so incredible is what you think about it. And uh, that's what makes it so easy or so hard. So when you think about your love journey and your future relationship, when you think about yourself and your life becoming better than it is now, uh, thinking from a place of possibility and inspiration and abundance, then you get to create that experience now. So don't wait until you find your ideal man to experience that effect of achieving and having your love vision. Because the effect of your love vision is experienced when you set that vision and when you are in the process, you are in the journey of moving towards that vision. It's not just in the moment when you finally get there. And when you commit to your love vision, then you believe in it. That is when magic starts to happen. And the metaphor and example of that magic is how uh, most of us may feel about Christmas holidays because it's that anticipation. It's that magical, that amazing feeling that anticipation of spending time with people you love and closing your eyes before you go to bed on the night of Christmas Eve and then waking up in the morning. There is something magical about it and uh, that anticipation of giving and opening gifts. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like that moment of just when you open the gifts. It's a, what happens before that. And this is where the magic is. So don't limit yourself. Don't just have that tunnel vision of when I get there, then I will be happy. Because that is the illusion that makes it harder and much more painful and so much less enjoyable. Uh, and you want to enjoy the process of getting there and believe you can enjoy it and create that you are creating new experiences and your reality. And now belief number three is that the discomfort around your taking action in dating relationship is always better than the discomfort around your inaction. The whole point of us being here is that we're being human, we're having human experiences in a physical body, and that means experiencing and feeling a whole spectrum and range of emotions and feelings. And that is what uh, is being alive is all about. So when you are, as a single woman, you're willing to experience any, absolutely any emotions in feelings, in dating and relationships and this area, 
gives you plenty of opportunities to experience a whole range of emotions and feelings. And that is what creates freedom. That is what is empowering. And that is what gives you energy and also creates possibilities. So you have a choice between feeling uncomfortable, taking action, putting yourself out there, going on dates, meeting men, and growing in the process, or feeling uncomfortable where you're not taking any action, where you're hiding, where you're waiting, where you're staying home alone, and you're stagnating, and you're missing out on those opportunities. So when you decide to wait and not choose to take action, and in over 10 years, talking with hundreds, hundreds, maybe thousands of women, one-on-one having conversation. I can tell you how many times I would hear, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Let me think about it. I'll wait. And so they might be thinking that we're not making a decision. We're not making the choice because we're going to think about it, but we're already still made the choice. And that choice may not serve them at all because if we decide to think and not take action, then the choice is staying in action. And staying in action means stagnation. Staying in action means no results and no growth and no progression. So would you rather experience uh, discomfort when you take action? And it's going to be a different discomfort. It's going to be something new, something you haven't experienced, something creates some excitement. It is maybe a bit scary and then It's also exciting because excitement is just another side of fear, just like fear is another side of excitement. Or would you rather just stay in the same old way of discomfort when you stay in action that sounds similar, sounds safe and familiar, but what will make you feel more energized and alive? And what will create possibilities for you to find love if that's what you want is to find love? Will it be looking into the eyes of a handsome man and smiling at him at a Whole Foods or in your local gym? Or will it be staying at home alone and watching Netflix with a Chinese takeout? So if I were single, well, I would choose, I would choose to smile at every man I met just to build that muscle and create connections and You can be in a relationship tomorrow when you are open and you're committed. And uh, the reason why the discomfort of taking action is actually better is because it keeps you creating, learning, growing, exploring, evolving, moving forward, mastering new skills, practicing building those muscles and truly living in alignment with your heart's desire and your vision for love. And there is something very powerful, purposeful, and energizing about your growth, about coming from from a place of what if, playing that game. What if if I meet my man today and I'm going to smile, I'm going to say hello to every guy I meet. And that place of possibilities and willingness to explore and feel when you smile at a man and he doesn't smile back 
or he looks at you and gives you a weird look and being okay with feeling whatever that emotion of, of rejection and being judged and being criticized, being okay with it and allowing that and creating something new in your life and ultimately becoming the best version of yourself in the process. And there is is something very disturbing and limiting and painful about staying in an action, staying in the same old and familiar, seemingly safe, seemingly comfortable place, but then suppressing, ignoring your desire for love, that longing that just is there. It is that something inside of you is slowly dying, and then it creates a lot of discomfort and uncertainty and fear anyway. So if you're going to choose between two ways of being uncomfortable, would you choose the one that actually moves you towards finding love? Or would you choose one that keeps you away from ever finding love? And moving on to belief number four is that the belief number four is allow men to be who they are. And it doesn't mean that you have to like who they are and what they do. It doesn't mean that a man does or says something or he doesn't do what he said or he says something that he shouldn't do that where won't be consequences and boundaries set. What it means is that when you allow other people in this case, when it comes to dating and relationships, it's men. To be who they are, it gives you that freedom and energy and power that comes from that resistance. There, you resist men to be who they are. You want to change them. You want to fix them. You want to improve them. They shouldn't say that. You shouldn't done that. There's a lot of power taken away, a lot of energy uh, being expanded and drain and a lot of freedom that is being taken away. So when you're trying to control men, uh, it's not serving you. It's actually holding you back because the reality is that you can't control other people. You can't change other people. And we're all adults. We're allowed to do anything we want to do. And there are consequences where things that happen or don't happen based on what we do. But men are completely allowed to be who they are, behave in the way we are. And uh, you can absolutely provide your timely and honest feedback. And you can make suggestions and requests in a way that uh, will be communicated effectively to men, especially uh, when you understand different personality types and you can type men and you can deliver your message to a specific man, understanding personality type that he's in, understanding his values in the way that he will actually hear you and he will get it, which is, again, another reason why personality typing is so powerful. And you can set boundaries and consequences, again, based on what works for you in your own personality type and it works for a man who you're talking with because for somebody it will be uh, centered around the value of relationships. And for somebody else, it will be centered around the values of freedom and self-expression. So two different approaches. And ultimately, when you do all of that, it's still the postman's decision 
who we're going to be, how we're going to behave. And understanding, accepting that will set you free. And it will no longer be a problem that you can't solve because you can never solve a problem of controlling other people. And you will no longer feel responsible for how men think and feel and act and behave anymore. That's not your responsibility. You can only be responsible for yourself. And you can only be in control of yourself and how you think and feel, act and behave and managing your emotional state and how you show up and respond. And that is so, so powerful because you have a total control over that. And how you show up is going to determine what men do or don't do around you because men always respond to us women. And when you recognize that men will do whatever they're going to do and you can't change them, well, you can just just have such a sight of release and just feel so much more free. And then you can focus on maximizing your ability and capacity to get in a relationship because when you know and accept other people and you hold the space for them to be who they are, it's very easy to get into a relationship. And it's very easy to manage your relationship and you be in 100% yourself, aligned with who you are, understanding your type, understanding man's type, and design your relationship in the way that is aligned with your values and what you bring into a relationship and do it in a very natural and easy uh, way that works. And now moving on to belief number five. And your belief number five is that you create your dating experience, which means your dating experience doesn't happen to you. And so many of us would go around talking about how hard it is to meet quality men, so often girlfriends get together for drinks or brunch, talk about how online dating doesn't work and then men don't want to commit and, oh, I went on this terrible date. It was a total disaster and things like that. And here's the truth. Whenever something like that goes through your head, whenever you have a judgment, a criticism, lack of mm, acceptance and ownership for what you create, uh, an acceptance of what is and awareness that you actually create your own experience, you have just that judgment or criticism or resistance of a situation as it should be something else. It's negative. It's bad. He's wrong. It's so easy to get wrapped in that feeling and uh, take that position of a victim as if this is happening to, to, to me and you won't believe what he said or what he did. And what I invite you to consider is that you have a power to decide and choose what to get, what you get to create. Don't have to, you get to. Big shift right there. Believe that you don't have to do anything. You get to, you get to go on a date. You get to charm a man. You get to be courted and pursued. And you get to decide what you create for this experience. You get to say that it is happening for you and find an opportunity to grow. Find a lesson that you need to learn so that you can get the result that you want. And find why and how this specific man who is right in front of you or this dating situation you're facing right now, 
How is that serving you? And you're the one who get to decide what it means. Not someone else will give you their interpretation. So you are the one. It's so, so empowering. You can make it mean anything. You can make exactly the same situation. Let's say a man made plans with you and canceled at the last minute. Can't tell you how many times my students have experienced that. I've experienced it when I was single and dating. And the truth is that you can make what happened worse. You can make it better. You can make it totally horrible. Or you can make it something that's actually serving you because you create your experience. So own it and make what you want, what will serve you, what will align with your vision for you. Because the worst thing that you can actually have in that moment when the man texts you 30 minutes before you're supposed to meet him that uh, something came up and I can't make it, in that moment, the worst thing that happens, besides the fact that you might be on the way to that date already, which is, okay, you can do something else. You can make a different choice what you do right now in this moment. You still have the power to choose. You can go to that place where you're going to go anyway and go by yourself, have a drink at the bar and meet somebody else and meet the love of your life. That You can decide that. Though you can let it completely ruin you and mess up your entire night and maybe even make a decision that you're not going to date anymore. You decide. The choice is yours. So make what you want out of it. And the worst thing that can happen is what you're going to feel. And you can choose what you, and the emotion comes, you can choose what you're going to feel based on the thought that comes. And you can believe that thought. If a thought comes, well, no one wants me, no one values me, the feeling that you will experience is going to be a feeling of rejection and not enough and feeling bad and feeling sad. You can choose that. You can change that thought and you can choose a thought that serves you. You can choose a thought that is empowering that that wasn't the right person for me and the universe just uh, protected me from that and opened a possibility for something else to come into my life. And you can absolutely live through whatever feeling uh, you have and you can find that thought that causes that feeling and work through that. And that's exactly what we're going to work through in uh, upcoming the intensive that I'm hosting on love beliefs so that you can actually let go, identify and let go of what doesn't serve you. And so when you understand that, when you own it, when you realize that you have a power, then you create an, you can create an incredible vision for yourself and your love life where you start moving towards that vision and all of your decisions and choices, thoughts and feelings either align and don't align with it. So you create your love by design. And this is where you can stop getting in your own way and uh, stop sabotaging yourself and stop taking your own power away because you can go through any thought, any behavior, any situation and come out on the other side where it's going to serve you. And the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to feel a way you don't want to feel and you're going to live through that feeling and release that feeling 
and yet create that experience and go through the process you need to go through in order to grow, in order to become a kind of person who can feel through a feeling and not be crushed by it like someone else could be, which will keep them away from ever finding their partner because they're going to be hiding, they're going to be uh, not putting themselves, they will be avoiding any situation where they might have to feel. And if you want to be in a relationship and you don't want to feel certain emotions and feelings, how will you ever get into a relationship? Because being in a relationship itself means feeling the feelings and feeling the emotions. And that's exactly why we want to be in a relationship. And it's not just all rainbows and unicorns. It's also contrast. It's also polarity of emotions. And that is the part of being a human. And that is a part of finding love and growing and loving. Now, moving on to belief number six. And that is being in a relationship is easy. And that is really hard to believe for so many women. And often I talk about, well, it's really easy to be in my relationship and we've been together for almost 13 years. Most of the time it's easy, (laughs) over 90% of the time. It's easy. And I just love being in the relationship. There was a time when I enjoyed being single for a short period of time. I really enjoy being in a relationship because I get to be 100% myself. And I believe that relationships are really easy. And that's what I create. I'm being me and I know I'm loved and accepted and valued and cherished and adored exactly as I am. And a lot of my students have different beliefs based on their past in what they uh, observed from their parents and their friends, what they experienced in their past relationships. And the reality is that your past doesn't have to define your future. In fact, if you want to create a different future from your past, why would you even look back into your past to find any evidence for what's possible for you in the future? You can't. That is why you're creating something that has never existed before. And you can totally change your beliefs. In fact, you have to change your beliefs to create a different reality in your future. You cannot create something new and different in your future by holding on to the same beliefs from the past. You will continue to recreate your past. And that is why it's so, so important to get coaching, to identify your beliefs, to work through them. And it also makes it so much easier uh, with personality typing, to choose the right person for you, to choose your dual partner. And uh, when you have a dual partner in a relationship, it's very, very easy to be in a relationship. And that's why you want to learn personality typing. Because when you know who your dual type, type, type of partner is, why you are so different yet perfectly compatible, how to recognize him, how to attract him, you, you get to be 100% yourself in the relationship. It's very, very easy. And he's going to value exactly for the qualities you naturally have. There's no work involved. You don't have to try to be anyone you're not. So automatically being in a dual relationship specifically solves so many problems because your dual partner will bring in the energies that you naturally lack. Therefore, he will automatically compensate for those areas of your life where you might be weak and uh, you might have weaknesses in terms of 
it's hard for you. You could do something, but it's going to take you 10 times more effort than for somebody else. And your partner, your dual partner, will uh, do whatever it is that's hard for you, will do it effortlessly. And he will actually do that without you even asking it. So it happens automatically. Your partner, your dual partner, gives you what you naturally lack. You, you don't even have to ask for it. So, for example, one person will be a planner. And another person just, I don't want to look at an Excel spreadsheet. I don't want to look at my calendar. Uh, just do it for me. And the partner who loves planning and me are perfect for each other because I don't even have to do this one thing that I don't want to do. And my partner does it. And he says, okay, I planned everything. And that's what I'm talking about. That is the example. Very easy when you learn your type and you choose your dual partner. So you choose your partner by design. That is when you create the easiest, enjoyable, and effortless relationship. And of course, your life will improve in every way because you'll be happier. You'll be so excited. You'll have so much more energy. Uh, your love and self-acceptance of yourself will just be at the level you may never have experienced before. You'll be more at peace and fulfilled, you get to be 100% yourself. That is so incredible and still have a relationship. That is amazing. And you can be loved, accepted, and valued exactly as you are because, again, your, sub, your dual partner is already subconsciously searching. He needs and he wants, wants exactly the qualities that you naturally have. So it's easy and effortless. Now, the last, the seventh belief is that your man's job, once you get into that relationship, you choose your man, you choose your partner. And once you've made that choice, well, your man's only job is to be there. To be there so that you can love him. And it goes both ways. And remember what I said about earlier. There's two parts. is the feeling of love and then there is the object of love. So you can expand and cultivate the feeling of love, the capacity and ability to love. That's totally in your power and control. And you choose who to be with. So you choose that object of love. And once you've made that choice, and ideally you want to choose your dual partner because it's very easy to love your dual partner then his only job is then to be there so you can love him. And then you can think about a man in that way that empowers you and it sets you free, where you no longer depend on something that's out of your control, that the man has to be a certain way and have certain qualities. No, his only job is to be who he, who he is. And uh, his only job is to provide you with an opportunity to choose him. So based on who he is, his qualities... Uh, as, a, as a dual partner, what he naturally has. And so once you choose him, then decide and choose to love him. And love him fully, unconditionally, and abundantly, authentically, and passionately. And find your way to love your man. Find a way to work through all of those issues that's coming within you that prevent you from loving him. Tell yourself a story every day that makes you fall in love with your man again and again, where you choose to be with him 
day after day and year after year and express gratitude to be able to experience that feeling of love because he is your object of love and he's there and then commit to him and recommit to loving him to continue expanding your ability and capacity to love and to create and experience more love in your relationship. And if you think you can think about a man that you choose to be with that way, you're going to have an incredible experience of being in a relationship. And it's going to be very, very easy for you to get into a relationship because his only job is to just show up and let you love him. So share with me, please, what new thoughts that among those that I introduced to you that you choose to believe that felt really good and true and resonated with you and why share with me, tag me on Instagram, PS underscore love by design and share with me what you choose to practice believing consciously and on purpose about love and what's possible for you in dating and with men you meet every single day. And of course, uh, join me in the upcoming intensive on love beliefs And I look forward to connecting with you and working with you personally on shifting your love beliefs so that you can find your ideal dual partner and create that easy, loving, effortless, lasting relationship. Thank you so much. Much love. Did you know that 7 out of 10 new relationships fail within the first year of being together? Well, I believe that finding lasting love means unlearning everything. We have been taught our entire lives about what it means to date, choose the right partner, and create a happy relationship. Want to ask a question on a future episode of Love by Design Q&A? Click on the link in the show notes to record your question in the voicemail, and I will most likely answer it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Love by Design on iTunes. This helps a lot in ranking this show and would be greatly appreciated. And if you have any comments or questions, leave a comment below. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, Love by Design, go to youtube.com forward slash love by design.